Check this out. Bollywood superstars. Superstars. All set. Let's go. Arithik, um, how would you describe or define your childhood? Well, I don't know what to compare it to because this is, you know, th- this is the only growing up uh, environment that I know of. <laughs> right. You know, I I don't know how it is for other uh, kids, but as far as uh, um I think it was it was the one of the most normal environments to grow up in. Uh we were not uh, um we didn't have a, you know, frequent uh, film sets when when my dad worked. Right. In fact, the first time I went on uh, a set was uh, when I was 15 years old. So I don't know if it was conscious or you know just the way it went that uh, we didn't uh, we were not uh, physically a big part of uh, you know the films and parties and uh, sets right and and then was becoming or you know deciding to become an actor a simple process or decision for you you know it was like easy peasy lemon squeezy or was it like a bit of an involved decision no actually it wasn't um, it was um, the graph wasn't that simple because once i knew in my head that this is something that is more of just an option you know it's something that i maybe you know this is my this might be the only thing that i want to do right because i enjoy it i get compliments and you know uh, my dad's a hero and you know it's not a bad idea to you know pursue that and and, and be a hero if possible sure. so i pursued that thought you know very silently and of course i think in my my dad's head and my mom's head they knew somewhere down the line this is you know where he'll end up being right uh, but nobody discussed it and my mom was very very uh, sure that you know she wouldn't allow something like this if i don't complete my education right and so was my dad that i must pa- must pass with good marks eventually and uh, somewhere i think you know they knew i i wasn't a very lethargic student i, I wasn't uh, you know i was pretty good right you know i used to like manage a, a first class wow so i i went on ahead and i did my ty and you know my bcom and uh, my third year bcom and graduated from there and then you know i was asked the question like you know what what do you want to do and i said well i think this is what i want to do and secretly i had already started i joined uh, an acting uh, class and had uh, done some photo sessions and just to see whether you know um if i can be honest with myself and judge for myself if i have something in me that i can develop or you know just to see where i am at right now you know if i fit the mold first of all it's very at that time and that place uh, which is uh, when i was 22 or 23 it was very important to fit the mold of a hero i don't think it's that important right now in this day and age because i think uh, you know as a society you know we've evolved and uh, the Cinema has evolved. It's become more subtle. It's become more real. You don't really need to fit into the mold of a hero now. You just need to enact a, a real life person. You know that person could be anybody. It could be you. It could be me. It could be. So you don't really have to be larger than life now. But at that time, I think it, that was what uh, the demand was, and I wanted to see if I can fit that hero. Right. The you know fit fit the fit the mold of a hero, and right. I got my photo session done. And I in fact uh, it was. Uh, shot by Dabu Ratnani who was a friend of mine from school not a friend but an acquaintance i knew him right. so i was a, li- a bit comfortable with him and i remember shooting in this dilapidated uh, one uh, apartment that he had just bought and it wasn't done the you know roof was leaking and we had some dabbas lying around to collect the splashes of the droplets of water wow. and we shot there and i couldn't pay him because i didn't have the money so i told him that look my dad likes it so i'll ask him for the money <laughs> if not then i'll pay you back in like installments whenever i start earning <laughs> and uh, 
in the meantime i was always i i was also assisting my dad in all his uh, films that he was doing at that time right but why why the decision to assist him like what was your what was what 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 were you thinking when you decided or when you chose to assist your dad i just thought it's it's uh, well you know i had to do something you know at that time and place you know you're going through such a struggle in your head between you know finding something to earn your bread and butter with and uh, at the same time hoping that you know it's something that you have passion for right so it's it's nice to sort of explore different uh, arenas you know of possibilities so i thought you know if i have to start somewhere i should start here and this just find out if i suit this environment right so i started assisting my dad with uh, karan arjun was the first film that i did with him and post that all you know, i think i i assisted him for five films right and 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 how was the transition you know like um here you are at home and you are uh, treated a certain way and then suddenly you're assisting him on the film floor so how was the transition for you uh, uh, in that space also because it, it was a lifestyle transition right so how how did that pan out for you i used to fall sick all you know every day i used to fall sick cuz i just couldn't adjust myself to uh, the hectic schedules and right. to we were so used to living you know in the luxury of the house and you know when you want the fan there's a fan when you want the air conditioner there's an air conditioner there's exactly. you know there's food when you want it and you know all that and suddenly i was pushed into this environment where you know it dealt with hot sun and and uh, you know second class train travel because wow. my dad you know he said if you want to be an assistant then you have to live like one you know you can't just you know be my son on the set you have to be an assistant he 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 was very very uh um strong in his views about this right he was I you know I remember him telling me that you know if you want a car you got to buy your own car if you want a, a DVD player you got to buy your own DVD player you, you know it life is tough right but 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 why did he choose to be this way with you he he was very concerned that you know we should not take it for granted that this is going to be our life for always you know we have to make our own uh, life and at that time I uh, you know it hurt at that time but then sure. now I realized that it was all for the better right but you know way before this uh, you got acquainted with the shooting floor when you were much 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 younger and and i hear that you threw some really cute starry tantrum so let's kind of just go back in time and kind of revisit that memory uh and 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 tell me a little more about that i remember i told my grandfather that i you know i will charge that much money um i mean you know in terms of dinky cars right and how old were you again i think i must have been 6 or 5 right 5 or 6 do i i remember being um, quite a star actually <laughs> so i asked for 10 dinky cars for that little piece of dance that i'll do wow and um, he obviously agreed and you know i just remember i mean it's so strange because at that time there was no fear right there was just uh, you know i was demanding things you know it's like my god yeah how how crazy <laughs> life is uh, you know it's so strange right and apart from the dinky cars do you have any other conscious memory of the shoot i remember being very very confident i don't think i'm ever as confident now when i'm in front of the camera you know compared to what i was at that time right because of course as a child you have no fears you have you know you, you've not uh, experienced any uh, you know many failures or you're just enjoying yourself you know yeah and, and you, you didn't know any 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 different and uh, there's no fear and it was at that point really all about the dinky cars more about the dinky cars yeah no no but i was very particular that i should be good at my dance also right i uh, i remember practicing and all <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I think I was hooked right right from then my 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 destiny was sealed wow. um 
and then he offered me more such uh, you know moments in all his films because Asha went on to become one of the biggest hits of all time. Right. So he uh, made me uh, kind of his, his his lucky mascot, and uh, I did all his films post that. Wow. I did like one one shot in all his films, and eventually he offered me a proper role in one of the films in which uh, uh, I was playing Rajnikanth's son, and my dad was playing a role, and my grandfather was directing the film, my dad was producing the film, so it was like you know, and my my uncle was giving the music in the film, so it was like you know, just a, a home. Uh, it was like a huge family picnic. Huh. Everybody was involved and good fun. It was called Bhagwan Dada. Right. I I don't know how well it did. I was just so. Uh, overwhelmed with all the compliments around for me it's like a, it's like one of, one of the biggest successes ever <laughs> so right. uh, in fact i think in the box office it didn't fare too well but but for you it must have been like a big deal ha huh, yeah for me i was you know as if i have received an oscar <laughs> right because the compliments were like pouring down from you know everywhere and i you know i was a kid in school and i'd even missed one exam i remember one uh, midterm exam right You know, talking of uh, missing school, you, as a kid, you were also very, very stubborn, right? You only once told me that you were a very stubborn kid. But I, I was a very good kid in in school and you know outside. And my house, I was like, I was a bit of a yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, stubborn is actually good, right? I mean, stubborn is not a bad thing at all. I think so. I'm glad that you know somewhere uh, that aspect uh, was born and continues now in me. Because uh, now, when I when I want something, you know, I want. the why i can't make it happen or why you know it's it's not possible in the you know you universe to make it happen you know so i'm just i just stick with it and i keep doing it until i you know i'm satisfied right so i i was very stubborn i mean i i made my mom's life hell i <laughs> right. i know that because i remember her you know in tears most of the time because i used to really be really obstinate and right. know, always wanted my way and stuff like that but when whenever you know there there were guests in the house or we we were a guest in somebody else's house they were they, i mean i always heard com- comments like my god your son is you know he's he's like an angel and he's that and my mom couldn't do anything more than just smile and say thank you she knew that <laughs> and she didn't even want me to hear that because you know you know it's like having your way and and getting uh, the compliments right You know, talking of stubborn, um, I have always, always admired uh, this one thing about you, as to how you dealt with your speech impediment, and I think a lot of it has got to do with your stubbornness, right? Uh, your shortcomings in life and the pains that you go through, they eventually turn into gifts. Right. You know, they they become the the wind under your wings. Right. Absolutely. Help you fly higher. That's what I believe. That's how it turned out to be in my life. Right. Because. Um, I you know it's it somewhere grounds you it somewhere brings you closer to the truth the reality you get to you know see the world in a more with a more sensitive eye sure you know you understand you um empathize better right. you know you understand somebody else's pains you know because if if you you don't have it True. you know you're never going to really be able to understand uh, somebody else's you know what somebody else is going through absolutely yes. so uh, i had my share you know and uh, whether it was the the speech problem or whether it was uh, my back that gave out and the doctor said that you know you can never dance again or you know jump around too much and if you want to be an actor i think you know there's en- enough time right now to uh make a different choice and you know you're a young guy and hearing all this you know the, the doctor say all those things you know and you trying to hold hold back your tears and all i mean it's pretty yeah. funny when i you know uh think about it now but at that time it was like the world crashed down on me i'm you know? sure it's, and 
I was like, dude, you know, I'm trying to get my speech right, and and now my my body fails me. So you know, what what do I do now? And uh, you go through like those you know months and months of depression, and then you try and figure out if there's something else you can do. You try yeah. hotel management, you try something else and something else, and you just you know keep coming back to this, and finally you realize that. Um, you know what's the worst thing that can happen you know absolutely uh, and what's the best thing that can happen right and uh, you you know you weigh what scares you most and what excites you most right and if the excitement is way higher than the fear then you then go, then you for, go it. for it i mean i i always thought that you know if i'll ever you know look back when i'm 45 and uh, have the question in my head that you know what if i tried acting you know right what if i'd made it what if my back didn't give out what if you know i had you know i had something in me that 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 made a mark right and to have never known that and to be there at 45 and say shit damn i should have tried it you know that is something that i could not have dealt with sure i just could not have because miracles do happen yeah you know and that is something that i had to hold on to at that time absolutely uh, as dramatic as it sounds now no not dramatic at all actually i mean that's the only way to look at things right but in in this process what is the one key thing that you learned you know that kind of has stayed with you always a very very important thing in life is that you got to have a sense of humor right you know you have to not take it that seriously i mean you do the things you do right you know very seriously but don't build a drama around it Absolutely. you know you just understand that dude this is life you know yeah you know you do what you have to do and you continue doing what you have to do you know don't don't uh, stress yourself out because you're not getting anywhere you know right. just have a sense of humor humor about it just you know have a few laughs through the day you know it just gets you it gets you by you know absolutely and also you know i think uh, it it is the uh, the ability to hang in there no matter what and chase the dream that you you know chase that one dream that that's what i did that's what i had to do i had no choice right. you know i had no choice i had uh, i had too many things uh, which were negating my dream right. and uh, if i didn't have a sense of humor about it if i didn't say yeah well what the hell yeah you know you got to die some day any day you know it's okay <laughs> what's the worst thing that can happen you know let's just try this you know it might be fun right bombing good superstars